hey, hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 32 of the Double XP Podcast, your one-stop shop for video game news, personal opinions, and the occasional rabbit hole. I am that supporter of indie games, Mike Mosley, and joining me today is... The supporter of certain games, Patrick, hi! And the supporter of other games, Michael. Oh, oh, no. I had to differentiate this time, so I went with the full name. Oh, so now it's not Michael and Michael. Nope, it's Mike Mosley and Michael. Michael. Sir Michael. Muppets. Oh, Muppets he's been knighted. Hey, I know. somebody got Muppets Christmas there. That was that was yeah. good. Impressive. Oh, yeah. Okay. So then. do you think you'll ever right. uh, make the rank of Master? Stay, you know, Jedi Knight. Uh, Take a seat. Cold. <laughs> you, have a, you have a seat on this podcast, but we do not oh. make the rank of Master. <laughs> take a seat. Well, at least he's keeping that seat warm for the last three episodes. Somebody's got to. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. How's y'all's week been? Weird. Well, it's been a weird week, man. <laughs> been kind of a long week. It's Tuesday. Y- yes, it uh, is. I was going off of from Tuesday till now. Oh, so this morning to now or last Tuesday to now? Yeah, last Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes, this morning till now. <laughs> this morning till now. It's been a weird week today. It's been a weird week. It's only one day in and it's already weird. No, last week. Last week. Yeah, no, it was a long week for me. That's a fact. Work, travel, vacation, then back home. Yep. I had none of that vacation stuff, but I did work. I only had one day off this weekend, and I spent that in Adams. I'm going after, uh, I'm going to go after this. Oh, good night. Stay off the roads. Get you one of those big trucks with the bunk beds in the back. That was really mean. Ride down the sidewalk? Yes. No, you need to ride on the roads. Everybody else needs to get out of the way. Honk, honk. Mm Mm-mm. Me, me. No, uh, but last week I left the Wednesday to go down to Atlanta and move my grandpa. We weren't really, they allowed us to came home Friday, went up to Adams, Patrick, and yeah, it was a lot more than I'm used to. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I went into work Sunday because we're switching, uh, computer systems and, uh, we were supposed to get all of our tickets moved over to the new system. And we were there. I got there at nine. I worked about 12. And then we caught up to the people opening the tickets. Didn't work anymore till about 3.30, and then we went home. So I have spent yesterday and today personally moving all those tickets over by myself instead of everybody doing it, and it's taking forever. I'm also one of the only people who sort of understand our new system, so everybody comes to me with questions. So I'm not really getting much done. So I'm back and forth and trying to do this, and people are getting sick of the tickets not being made because we got parts that are showing on inventory that are on inventory. It's just a big, it's a big nightmare, and I'm trying to fix it. Oof! Sounds like you got a lot. It's, it's not been fun. It's been okay. It's not been fun. It's been long. Would you say it's been long and hard? Yes. For that? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> You're welcome. Here comes the Great. FBI again. Size that matters. Grandpa. <laughs> 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 Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, you don't have a clue what we're talking about. But if you were watching the stream before we started recording, you know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Not okay. Well, fun. Just like Beck, I went to Atlanta this weekend, got to visit one of my best friends. She's moved down there from Memphis, so I got to spend the weekend with her. Got to explore some cities in Georgia. Nice. Uh, other than that, work and some sleep. Looked like it was fun down there. Looked like you ate a lot of good food. Oh yeah, we 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 become foodie whores when we're down there. We Did went you to Buckhead. <laughs> Where? Buckhead. No. What is Buckhead? Buckhead. It's like a nice. Uh, no, we went to the square of Woodstock, and then we went to the strip of Roswell. Wow, Dude, went you were like at Roswell. away from where I was. Yeah, because she lives in Marietta, so we went from Marietta and just traveled north. Well, how about that? Yeah, it was fun. And then I actually got through. We went to Roswell, which is all the way in New Mexico. Yeah, Area 51. Uh, we had to go see the aliens. Yeah, they're there. Did you bring me one? An alien? Yes. No, but they did give me a free anal probe, and you're more than welcome to have it. No. <laughs> they just give those away, and you can give them to other people? <laughs> we, we don't need it. <laughs> we don't use it for anything. We just want to have fun with it. Oh god, <laughs> I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> okay, I gotta stop. All the listeners we had just quit listening. Man, our viewers went down to four again. 
Man, we went from 18 to zero real quick. Lots of saying negative two on my side. Goodness, eating the negatives now. Oh. That, means, that means two of us stopped listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bet Sorry, Beck was the I... one really interested. Yeah, I left. I couldn't handle it no more. Maybe it's Craig. Oh, he, he's traitor. Craig. Craig. Guys. Craig. I can say I did beat two of my games in my backlog this week, so I was extremely happy about that. Yeah, boy. What games? I, I beat Carrion, the one about the mutatious like symbiote blob that goes around and kills yeah. people. Yeah, it looks great. Yep, and I beat Cat Quest. What is Cat Quest? Cat Quest. I don't know how to describe it, but uh, you know those old board games like where you have the entire like terrain laid out in front of you, and like you can just travel across the terrain. So like. The map looks like one of those maps and it's just like you go throughout the entire terrain and like you literally see where it says like this is called Village Blah and here's Lake Blah and here's this mountain and here's this mountain <clears throat> and you're a cat who's going around trying to find a sister and you go and do all these different types of quests. You learn all these different abilities. You become like a kitty Jesus by walking on water. Then you become a kitty dragon because you learn how to fly. And you do uh, melee attacks, you get a bunch of different equipments, and you learn all these different types of magic spells. Sounds a little sacrilegious. Jesus it hates was, cats. It was fun. <laughs> I just like the flying part because it goes, Meow. and then he just starts flapping his arms and just flying everywhere. Flying cats. Yep, by flapping his arms. Meow. So you beat two of your games in your backlog, but you added, what, five? You know what? Hush. No one asked you. <laughs> That is like taking two steps forward and five <laughs> steps back. It'd be three steps back. How many did you add? Five. Five steps back. Wait, you gotta, you gotta recover I two. I beat two though, so it technically comes out to like three. Yeah, it's a total of three steps back, but you take two steps forward and then five steps back. So just all in all, I took three steps backwards from where I started. Right. Exactly. Yes. 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 Yeah. One of the companies that I buy a bunch of indie games from, they put all their stuff on sale for free. Like, if you bought one of our games before, here are six games for free, and I already owned one of them, so I got five for free. Well, that's pretty dang cool. A bunch of little yeah. indie games. Jake Ristrad says out on that. podcast because of That's like Neon Cat. You know, Pop-Tart Rainbow Cat. Yeah, you oh. had heard that before. Yeah, you just had to tell me where the reference was from. Can we just, like, flood the screen with that right now, Neon Cat? <laughs> I, I, I would, but I don't know how to do that. Me neither. Because I'm totally recording off of Discord's video capture, so... Can y'all put that on the, the finalized copy? Hold on. I'll find us a big old screen size version of Neon Cat. Just wait a second. And I will put it on the screen for just a second. Neon Cat. Yeah. GIF. GIF for all you haters out there. It's GIF. I'm going to take a poll in the chat. Who says GIF? Say yes or no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ask what, not why has a very interesting comment that I'm not sure how I feel about saying. <laughs> I'll say it. I like the podcast even more because of the gently used anal probes. We wow. put that on the review page. <laughs> oh my uh, god! I'll be watching the Twitch. Here it comes. I think. Hold on. Watch the Twitch. Wait. Okay. Let's see. by. You broke it. No, no, it's not broken yet. I'm starting soon. It's not broken yet. Hold on. I'm about to throw this on front. It's breaking oh, even more. That's why window capture. Not window. Not window capture. Display capture. Display capture. Not existing. All right. Enough of the nonsense. Uh, go ahead and apologize now. If there's an audio clip, we had to edit out a lot, and I mean a lot of stuff. It was bad. <laughs> okay. Find oh, out what it was on our Patreon. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Sign up for OnlyFans. You'll hear it. Yeah. Here. Oh, okay. I can get behind that. Or can I get in front of it? Okay, let's keep wow. this ball rolling. Yeah. <laughs> that was going right back <laughs> down the same path. Well. Uh, okay, then. Lord. This is good Lord, Jordan. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. So I don't know if y'all have been seeing the news or not, but it's been coming across my Twitter feed a lot. Beck, I know you don't have Twitter, so you probably don't know what I'm talking about. It's this thing with a website where a bird flies around with a bunch of different messages. Oh, okay. It's like Hogwarts, but on your phone. Can I have an owl Ooh. fly it? Oh my gosh, I saw an owl yesterday in my sister's backyard, and I was like, this is majestic. 
This is the most glorious day. I can't read Twitch chat right now. It's going to make me laugh. Oh, okay. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> All right. There might be another Legend of Zelda game coming, and it's not the Breath of the Wild 2. To the Switch. Oh, I like that. About time. So according to a new listing on Amazon UK, there is going to be a remastered version of the Wii exclusive Zelda game. It's the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Did you ever play Skyward Sword? Nope, never had a Wii U, so. Oh. It was a Wii right. U title, right? Or is it only a Wii title? Only a Wii title. Oh, Wii. I, had a Wii, I had a Wii game. You had a Wii I mean, game? I had a Wii. A Wii. Little game. What is this? <laughs> a Wii console. I had a Wii little I, game. I never had Skyward Sword. I heard it was really good, though. Oh, I remember, because it came out with the motion stuff. Everybody thought that was amazing. Oh, yeah, the motion plus little. Yeah, that and Twilight Princess also came out for the Wii, which was also amazing. Twilight Princess, by far favorite. It was great. So they talked Best about that in, in the article, the uh, the compatibility with you know, obviously the motion sensor stuff yeah. and how it translates into actually the, the how they're mm-hmm. going to make those happen. Do you remember anything? I mean, if you played that game, do you remember? I mean, besides just the, gen- the general controls being motion-based instead of controller-based, but I mean, really, it, as far as I can tell, it wouldn't need a whole lot of changing you just change what controls the movements yeah like like remapping the controller instead of using motion you use joysticks i mean even with the newest update to the switch you can remap the controller to do absolutely anything right now uh, when and, it comes to yeah. cons or to the pro controller itself it's got those the joy, options the joy cons have motion mm-hmm. so i mean if if i guess they could use that as a default and then Say, oh, if you're playing with a controller, you can use joystick motion, like joystick controls and stuff. I mean, yeah. it'd be a lot easier to just like have them coincide with one another or correspond with one another. Yes, because uh-huh. I mean, if I dock my switch and then have like shield and sword or bow and arrow. Heck yeah, let's get the motion on. Let me start swapping and whacking, and then let me pull back and aim and fire. Uh, also mentioned in this article, and we don't have it on a on the list. Pikmin 3 has an announcement trailer out now, coming out for the Switch, uh, which is due out October. Were you a Pikmin fan, Patrick? Uh, I, I liked Pikmin. I never played the second one. I don't know if it was any good. I never played a Pikmin game. I also never owned it, but that was back in the day when you could rent games. Good old Blockbuster. I went down to uh, Hollywood Video. It was closer. Ooh. Movie Gallery was right down the road from me. Oh, yeah. Just the, the Blockbuster podcast? Hmm. Well, I'm hoping it comes out good. Uh, I can't wait to see if it's true or not. I mean, Amazon usually has a good say-so in when things are like this are coming out, especially if they're marketing team. I was talking to a buddy of mine who has a buddy who works for Amazon's marketing team, and they said that they're seeing like a bunch of information coming down stating that the new systems are supposed to launch on Black Friday. Ooh, nice. Uh, no. and also, it's, it's a lot better information coming from amazon uk instead of like amazon us or something like that (laughs) some small country that probably got hacked it's like yeah the one server in that country was compromised so this article saying that it's supposed to what the new pikmin Pikmin game oh it's gonna be dubbed yeah cool okay I don't get the premise of pikmin like is it you just go around get the little pikmin and use them to do things for you yeah, they're pretty much your your slaves. So basically, Overlord. Sort of. I mean, you rescue them, so they're pretty much have a life debt to you. But you also kind of sacrifice them because you're like, oh, go kill that thing, and then they get eaten by it. You have to go pick more. So and just like a different, like a different strength and a different huh. ability. I don't know. It's it's an interesting game. Yeah, it sounds like it's been a very long time since so I played it. I mean, it was GameCube, so but it, that's that's the premise of it. I did use Captain Olimar in Super Smash Brothers Brawl, uh, uh, Super Smash Brothers Brawl on yeah. opening night at the tournament because I didn't get to choose my character. I got it got chosen hmm. for me, and I lost the first round because I didn't know how to fight with Captain Olimar. I didn't mind. Did. No, he was actually pretty good. I mean, especially if he uses his, uh, his Smash Move. Or was it Smash Move? Is that the uh, the rocket ship? I think so. It was good. Also, Black Friday sounds like a great time. To buy a new console. I mean, like a great time to beat somebody in the face. Wow, that too. But if Corona's still around, yeah, trust me, Black Friday ain't going to be what it's used to be. 
That's all right. But you know what we're not going to be doing? Shopping on Thanksgiving. Yes. I don't have to rush around all day to make sure I get out in time to shop. I get to relax on Thanksgiving, stay up way too late Friday night, and uh, go to work dead the next day. It sounds like they're trying to tighten things up there to where they're getting Black Friday on Black Friday. Instead of Great Thursday or what the Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the heck? WTF Wednesday. I'm I'm happy because it's going to be my store's going to be closed. I'm going to have Thursday off completely. And then we don't work on Black Fridays because it's too hectic for us. Oh, yeah. It's probably probably good. A good thing. So I'm just like, all right. And then I a like lot of things are going to be products as you run around. Okay. All right. Next. I uh, want to know about Google. Nope. Okay. Google products. No. Okay. You're nope. Okay. You got a whole cart full. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And then they literally run over you and you come up with footprints all over your face. That happened to me my very first Black Friday I ever worked at Target. I got ran over by a dude who was running with a TV and a shopping cart. Wow. Yep. You worked the phone thing. I know. I had to run to the warehouse. I mean, the back room to grab phones. And when I was running back, he was like, move. Boom. Mm, that, that guy, I would have run him down and run him over. No, he was bigger than me. I was intimidated. Well, I'd grab one of those electric carts and just keep running into him. It's really annoying, isn't it? <laughs> Battery dies, I go get another one. I wish I could running you over with this, but I'll take this. <laughs> it's going to nip at your heels. It's gonna, you're going to have really raw Achilles tonight. <laughs> you're not going to be able to walk in Walmart. Because let's be honest, everybody that goes from Target goes straight to Walmart on Black Friday. Yeah, I like to go to like the Walmart in Smyrna and find absolutely nothing every single year, but then go to the Walmart in Antioch and find everything that I was looking for like three hours later because for some reason people don't grab the stuff I want in Antioch. You just go to Best Buy, dang it. Or because online. Not close. It's okay. like a 16-minute drive. Yeah, but Walmart's like a two-minute drive. Yeah. You're right. Sometimes I go to Target, but I'm always kind of disappointed at Target. I mean, it's Target. They always have like two of the good things. Target. By the way, our our big 75-inch curved LED lit 4K, 8K resolution TV from Samsung that's $300. We have it. And you get there and they're like, we had one and we sold it. Like, great. Thanks. It was like a lottery. Basically. But that's retail for you. And you're sending me links to apply at retail job? Yes, because they pay really, really well. Yeah, well, yeah, now they didn't then. Oh, well, yeah, true. Got run over at got run over in Target for seven seven seventy five an hour. Uh no, seven fifty plus commission, thank you. Oh yes, but you worked for the phone people. I did. I did not. Now you can get run over at Target on Black Friday for fifteen dollars an hour. Unless you're doing the cleaning, if you're doing the going around and spraying everything down with the disinfectant and wiping it, you make seventeen fifty an hour. What the heck am I working at my job for? I, Can I make? I'm not afraid to clean coronavirus stuff. I will clean coronavirus stuff for an extra two dollars and fifty cents an hour. Sir, I just cleaned this product here. It's perfect. It's all sanitized, and it's yours if you want it for the low price, twenty five dollars. <laughs> Serious, man. Make commission off of that. Freshly sanitized. Just wipe down the doors every single minute. Oh, no. They got someone up front to do that. I mean, you can do the carts. You can do the keypads. You can do the registers. You can do all the interactive demos. You're telling me the person with a hand wipe that wipes the cart down is making $17.50 an hour? Yep. That's uh, got to be kidding me. More than my valet's. Technically, that's more than I'm making before all the extra stuff, but good night. Jiminy Cricket. I'm going to work for Target. Again? I'm going to be like, I will only wipe down carts, and that will be my full-time job if you'll pay me the full hazard pay that you pay your employees. And they can go do their normal jobs. I mean, Food Avenue's open again, so. What are you doing? Just wiping down carts, making $17.50 an hour. I could do that and take on a second job and be all right. Yeah, I could work four hours a day there and make a buttload wiping down carts living the dream <laughs> and people over here are like yeah but you might get coronavirus well you know what microsoft flight simulator is out for xbox game pass and that's all that really matters that's a fact it really is <laughs> that was I got the, to actually sit down and play it that was a terrible segue no i literally just saw that it was out for game pass so <laughs> <laughs> i haven't downloaded it yet 
I, I told my brother-in-law to go ahead and sign into my account and start playing it because he's got the whole setup for it. So Here's really... a question. Is it on Game Pass Ultimate? I'd hope so if it's on Game Pass. Let me pull up Game Pass Ultimate really, really quickly because I have it on my computer. My computer. I'm also going to have to apologize for my, my Audacity recording. It is frozen. That's great. 14 minutes. Even better. So I'm going to I'm gonna have to send you a, a weird recording. But anyway... Not important. Holy crap. What? I can't install it. Why? It will literally take up all my space. It's 153 <laughs> gigs. That's almost as big as Modern Warfare. Hey, it's not the size that matters. This is. This is. Because I ain't going to okay. be able to play with it. Microsoft Flight Simulator Sky it's is calling. so big, right? I can't play with it. Oh, God. I didn't hear a word you just said, Beck. <laughs> <laughs> but we hear that laugh. Did you really not hear it? No. I'll keep it to myself and you'll hear it in the recording later. Okay, let's I gotta look right now. How much room do I have on this computer? It's 153 gigs to have. Well, I have 211 free. So you're good. I have 10 free on my SSD. That is not good. That would take up like most of my SSD. That's the kind of game I have to upgrade my computer for, and it could run it just fine. I just don't have enough room. My computer can run it. I don't have enough room right now. God. I want to text my brother. And tell 50 gigs. Like, you have to dedicate yourself to that. Why does it have an average rating of 2.3? I've heard it's amazing. Well, I mean, you've got trolls. That's true. I mean, I've logged on to the oh, live stream of the Nintendo Indie World, K- I mean, uh, World Showcase, Did- and it was already 300 dislikes. I'm like, the damn thing hasn't even started yet. How long ago did uh, it come out? Yeah, like the first what? Well, okay, the what? flight simulator today. How long did it come out? So did check this out. Came out today? Yes, on the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate thing, the very first one star rating is must buy, fun game. You need joystick. Anything else is pointless. What? That's a one star review. Maybe he was thinking one star is being the best. I've seen that also, happen before. The next one says, "Why can I download it with Game Pass? WTF? It's August eighteenth. Is this a scam?" Well, you can now. It's August 18th. I don't know what the problem was earlier. Your name looks like you're... I've never seen a name like that. So maybe they were in a different country and it's American and they were like 18 hours ahead or something. Oof. Sounds like people are just butts. Sounds like it. Gently used. Gently used. Okay. We're getting back to it again. I mean, Patrick's the one wanting to go clean Corona. I mean, he can just wipe it down and then hand it over. Seven fifteen dollars Seven? Seven? Okay, never mind. You're going to have to pay him time and a half. Do yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. Here's thirty bucks. Twenty twenty dollars is twenty dollars, man. You heard it out of his. <laughs> Hold me to it. Well, I, do I get gloves? Nope. Absolutely not. You got to raw dog it. At least I get wipes and a, and sanitizer. Next bullet point, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speaking of bullet points, Epic has uh is 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 doing something to Apple. Yeah, Epic's firing some shots. I'll tell you that much. Uh, okay. Did y'all hear about the huge conspiracy? I mean, uh, well, not conspiracy. Yeah, it's a conspiracy. Patrick, you know all about those. Uh, I'm a theorist. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about the debacle that's going on between Fortnite, Epic, Epic's Fortnite, and then Google Play and Apple Play Store? Uh, well, I know Apple is basically blocking everything that's not Apple games or whatever. Apple Arcade. There's that, and there's also the little if that Epic kind of did a sly update. That allows people to purchase in-game content on Fortnite via mobile devices through yeah. the Epic Store directly and not going through Apple or Google. So therefore, the phone provider or the software provider for the phones doesn't get the cut of their money. Hmm. I mean, if somebody wants to buy stuff through Epic Game Store, isn't that their decision? Yeah, but you realize, so using you get your phone, phone. and right. if you go into any app and you try to do a in-app purchase for anything... Right. It'll right. always tell you to either confirm your Google account for Google Play or it'll confirm your Apple account for your iTunes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They bypassed all that and it's just like give your credit card information and whatnot through your Epic account and just purchase it that way. But you should be able to do that because you should be able to cross over your in game purchases to your accounts on your computers and stuff. Should, but you still don't have to go through otherwise the phone. It's like legal theft. I wouldn't call it legal theft. Like, what like, if-, like if, if I link my. Fortnite account on my phone and my computer. 
which they should do if they haven't because you can play against each other. And I sign on my computer and I buy something for my character. It should also cross over to my phone. And it should be able to. And I mean, if it goes through it properly, but you have to realize instead of going straight through the app provider, right. such as Epic, you have to go through the app store provider because right. everything has to go through the app store. But that's, well, okay. I, and I know Apple's like a, a turd about this stuff. But like if I'm like like if I'm on my computer playing Fortnite on Epic Games and I buy a new skin on my Epic Games store, I should be able to use it on my phone as well because yeah, I bought you it. Can. Like I bought you it, can. I own it. You can. But it's just talking about the the purchasing it on your phone, there, yeah, on through your phone. the which is still fine. But Apple's wanting to get their cut out of it. And, well, I'm and sure. if you go directly through Epic through their app itself instead of going through like okay, hit buy now face unlock, double click, type in password, goes through Apple, then it goes into the Epic store. It's like they're taking Apple out as the middleman. They're getting the full profit, and then Apple's not getting their whatever percentage cut. Well, Apple shouldn't be a butt. It's Apple. They're the biggest tech guru out there besides I Google. Mean, I'm sure I'm sure Epic Games is doing the same thing on Google Play, and I don't hear it Google. To everybody. Yeah, I mean, they've been removed from all. Fortnite is removed from the Google Play Store? From what I was told and what I was read. Sorry, my computer just took away the article. Well, you know what? They all deserve to, to lose that, that money then. Yeah, because Fortnite removed from Apple and Google stores. Epic's taking both companies to court. Good. They should. Uh, but you know, the article only mentioned Apple. Well, yeah. They mentioned it's because Apple's been a butt recently. Yeah, it's because they took away the direct payment. They added their own direct payment method for Fortnite on Android and Apple devices. I just Well, then what you the do, like if, if you're going to be Apple and, and, and Google, then you just got to charge them something like, oh, then you have to have a developer's fee for the average of what they were making on their in-store purchase on the app. Say it's a new thing. If you want to do direct purchases, you pay a fee. I mean, that's one way to look at it. And then I mean, companies might do that because was. the trade-off might be more for them to go ahead and pay the fee and just... Let people yeah. buy through them and make more money that way. About I don't know. Idea. That's what I would do. I just instantly go, all right, new policy. You can either agree or get off. Seems like to me, Epic trying to Epic do Games does, it definitely has its history of controversy. They they want to be they try to be different. Average, and this is what happens. The the ones that scout a new path. And it always rubs the wrong way. Yeah. But so, to me, um, see like seeing how far they can like I don't know. it seems consumer friendly, at least on surface i don't know what it ends up being and i'm all about consumer friendly because i think most corporations are pretty dang greedy yeah, especially well, when you're Google yeah, everybody's after the making billions of dollars of growth like profit after expenses so i think you'll be okay you got a good track right i mean obviously free game first of its is life. it really free what fortnite fortnite is free it's free to play but you know not when i bought it one. i paid 29.99 you bought fortnite I bought Fortnite back before it became a battle royale, and it was oh, a okay. story mode. Okay, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, I was on that bandwagon. I was on that bandwagon. <laughs> Mr. Mike Mosley's a hipster. Hyperscape is free, Jay Ghost Rider. Yes. Yeah, you couldn't even get on your phone now if you wanted to. You know what? I think they're all wrong. They should all work out to find the most consumer-friendly way that also gives them a profit. Oh, it's going to be hard because you're going to have one big company and then two subsidiaries that so, they're trying to go through. The fact that Google took them off makes me wonder, because Google, in my experience, has been decently consumer-friendly. I don't know about Apple. I, I stopped buying Apple products back when they started doing this stuff, you know, like 10 years ago when they started doing this stuff. <laughs> I know you got, you got caught in the, in the black hole, and you're like, I can't get out. But they, like they, they told warm. you that uh, they don't want to get out so you're like i don't want to get out but regardless i don't know there's a middle ground and they're going to find it or there's going to be a huge settlement somebody's going to pay this will be interesting to keep up with yeah see how the court hearing goes what's happening if they actually go through with it if they've got a case all that also i'm kind of surprised epic's epic's game store is even allowed on apple i mean they're like there's been a whole like apple's been shutting down 
things like that. We have to realize Fortnite was probably a huge income for Apple because people are on there spending money after money after money for cosmetics, items, all that fun stuff, like just microtransactions inside that game. And Apple gets cuts of every single one of those transactions. So Apple doesn't want to allow, doesn't want to allow things like, what's that new? I mean, Google Stadia is one. And then the other one that it's coming out, Microsoft, whatever, xCloud or whatever. The gaming platforms. Yeah, but they'll allow this one because it makes them a ton of money. Oh, you mean Game Pass? Yeah, I guess. I know those are streaming devices, but they, they do the same thing as like the Epic Game Store. Like you buy a game and you play. Well, it. it's not the Epic Game Store that got removed from it. It's just Fortnite. They didn't really. So now I'm confused at what the big deal is. Because it's isn't it isn't the Epic Game Store app that's causing the problems? No, it's that Epic released a direct pay for Fortnite, so it goes straight through the Epic Game Store instead of through iTunes. So like if you're playing Fortnite on your mobile device. And then you go like, oh, I want to buy the skin for 99 cents or I want to buy these gems or whatever the hell they're called. And you go hit the 99 cents. It adds up the taxes and you hit confirm pay. It goes straight to Epic through their pay system and it no longer goes routes through either Google or Apple first. Google and Apple gets mm-hmm. their cut. Your bank card gets charged by via Google or Apple. It's going to be charged directly through Epic. And then they get all the money. Apple and Google don't see their cut. So they remove Fortnite completely. Okay, so if do your does your Fortnite account synchronize with your mobile and your other devices, or are they two separate? I, I f- believe if you sign in with your Epic account, it will sync over because uh, our buddy Death Echo, who was on a few of our episodes way back yeah. in the day, he, when I got my Note, my Samsung Note phone, the, the promo was if you play Fortnite with the Samsung Note, it automatically registers it and you end up getting this Galaxy skin. So I played his account on my phone for three rounds. He got the Galaxy skin. He was able to play it on his PlayStation 4. Hmm. So people could just buy their stuff anyway on their computer, but yeah. the phone they couldn't do it through the phone. Yeah, because, I mean, there's a lot of kids out here who only have tablets. They don't have computers. Just sounds like a bunch of hogwash to me. It really is. It's just they want their money, and they want it now, but they didn't call Bart Durham. It's true. Should have done that. I thought that was J.G. Wentworth. J.G. Wentworth. Oh, you're right. That is cash now. Free advertising right there, man. We're not getting paid for that. I know. No, we're not. I'd be okay if you sponsored us, but okay. Again, now now I'm even more confused because your stuff links over. So if they wanted to buy it through a different method, they could. They could. Apple and Google to control the way to buy it through your phone. Which it's almost seems center. like a gray area of something like it's just the it's it's the housing of the game at that time. So if they're playing on mobile, it's the housing that just wants their cut. It's like them that's, paying rent. That's like going to Walmart, buying the game, and then Walmart getting mad at Fortnite for making you not buy the product inside the game through Walmart. The only difference is it's a brick and mortar store versus a not. True, but hmm? well, I mean, if Walmart wanted to sell the hundreds of thousands different DLCs that Fortnite has to offer, oh, I said they sell V Bucks, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, they sell V Bucks, but they don't get like they don't stop selling Fortnite when you decide to buy V Bucks through somewhere else. No, it's the the spoiledness of mobile, I don't know, hosting a mobile game. I think it's convenient. It's there. It it's, it's like going to Ticketmaster and paying a convenience fee of $130 when you buy one ticket for 20 Yeah. Yeah, Which, I never understood that. It just sounds way, horrible. Should be illegal because then I went to the Ticketmaster, like actual physical place and bought you tickets still- and they charged me the same convenience fee. And I was like, I'm not paying for this. This is not convenient for me to come get the ticket. I tried to bypass the, the convenience fee. They're like, well, you can't do this. Like, then I'll just buy them resale. So. I'm not going to give you my money. You're going to charge me a convenience fee. All right, it's dumb. Somebody and else. And I, I was like, oh, they probably did. Live Nation came out and Live Nation had really good prices and there was like a $2 convenience fee. And I was like, I can do that. And then they partnered up with Ticketmaster and the prices went. So now I just hate going to concerts a little bit. Like I still enjoy the concert, but. That's why you got to go downtown Nashville and catch those free concerts. It's true. Or just buy tickets at the place. Yeah, that, that's good. Or just watch YouTube. Or just watch YouTube. 
Uh, I mean, Metallica's having a drive-in theater play concert. Fortnite, you can do live free concerts. Whoa, whoa. True. But not on your mobile device. Well, who who did a that. concert? Marshmallow? Uh, Marshmallow. Miley Cyrus. Did she uh, really do Scott. one? And, I think Miley Cyrus uh, did like a surprise one. Diplo did one. Okay. Here's an interesting thing. Uh, and Jay Ghostwriter brought up the point, and he didn't mean to, but he did. He said that mobile uh, players actually have the most skins, like mobile exclusive skins. They have three. So maybe if Apple and Google wanted to make money, they would say you have to sell exclusive items through us. And that's how you make a lot of money. There's your gray area. Do it. Other than just redeeming. Right. Like, so like you can't go and buy V bucks from Walmart and buy the exclusive skin on any game store. You have to buy it through Apple or or Google play. It's not a bad idea. No, Mm -hmm. that might be the way, uh, that might be the compromise that happens. But then again, we're not on the board of directors. So no. And I'm also way less, uh, like, What's it called when you're not generous? Greedy. Greedy. I'm way less greedy than these people, which is also why I don't own a multi-billion dollar company. Absolutely. Takes a lot of greed to do that. Mm-hmm. But then I understand once you get once you get to the point where you're gonna make money regardless, you can be not greedy. But I don't guess uh, I don't guess that matters to them at that point. No. You, you, the rot has soaked so far in you. You just got to keep doing it. It's in your bones. Yeah. Like, understand, making money, like, you got to sell a product. So you got to make money, but do you have to be a butt about it? No. You can, you can, like, Google's going to make money without being a butt, regardless what they do. Same thing with Disney. Same thing with Apple. You already got products that are fantastic. You're going to make money. Nobody can match you. I mean, unless you're, okay. Their editing software for everything. Okay, that, their software, yeah, their products themselves, like... This puppy, I'm pretty sure when this phone hits four years old, it's becoming a paperweight because they're going to slow it down. I say they, they, they've admitted to breaking your devices so that you buy a new one. Yeah, I'm just I mean, waiting, that's why a lawsuit. I'm waiting for Android devices to say, oh, yeah, we do that too. Well, they're not going to do it, but somebody's going to find out. Uh, I don't know. I, I upgrade my Android phone every six months, so I'll never be able to tell. I actually, I don't think they necessarily slow down Android devices because my devices usually stay pretty quick. I think they design the batteries to fail after four years because, mm. like, I mean, it's like a, oh, this thing's been great for two years, three years. I'm like, man, this phone's good. Four years, battery's dead in half a day. I mean, it's like one night, one day I wake up and I'm like, okay, restart, clean it out. What's going on? And they basically say, oh, well, it's a lithium ion battery. It should never do that. Or it's a whatever they use now. It should never do that, but every one of them do it. Why? Because they're designed. I think I it's hope a, my Note 20 doesn't but, do that. But design flaws, or, or perp, what do they call it? Where you design something to purposely fail, that's not illegal. You can do that. That's why they use plastic parts on motors and stuff, because they're going to wear out after 75,000 miles, and you, you know, your warranty's up at 50, so now you're paying for a fixed part because it's made of plastic instead of metal. Hmm. I know. I or your truck, trucking company where... We used to use brass stuff, and now we're using plastic, and, and it just fails a lot quicker. It's a lot cheaper to make, a lot cheaper to sell. Fails fails a lot quicker. That's terrifying. It also weighs less, so they they like, oh, but there's trade-offs. Yeah, shut up. I'd rather something last forever. Oh, man, the whole weight. In other news, the game Deathloop, where you are two spies who are trying to go after one another, and you keep dying and restarting the same day. It's kind of like Groundhog's Day. Just got a tweet pushed out, and they're saying to our community an update on Deathloop. We have made the decision to move the launch date of Deathloop to Q2 of 2021. Yet another mm. game being pushed Spending back. It back. That's all this coming. Yep. That's all, all this coming. I know. I know it's really disappointing, but I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's just them saying the exact same thing like Halo said. They don't foresee them having their idea and vision in time. So they want to put more effort and time into it, but hopefully they're not doing the whole worker crunch. Yeah, I hope I hope not. I hope it's strictly like due to the, the extenuating circumstances of COVID. You know, we haven't been able to work in person or in really close quarters, so we're gonna have to delay it because it's slowed down production, and we want it to be the game we want when it comes out. Yep. I respect that. I mean, I would rather I have a, a good, complete game and um, something they're proud of 
other than just a hardly together. Uh, we got we got it done in time. Just for yeah. you guys. And that's that's it also the reason why I'm not upset at all that Elder Scrolls Six has basically just an announcement trailer, but nothing else. I'm like, okay, take your time. I don't <laughs> care. Make it great. Literally nothing. Make it the best game that's ever existed. Because I mean, they did that with Skyrim. It's going to be more than ten years. Start it, like ten years is next year since Skyrim. So yeah, November eleventh, twenty twenty one. Yeah, no, twenty eleven. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you mean no. you mean twenty one is, is the ten year? It came out. It came out eleven, eleven, eleven. Yeah, so it'd be eleven, eleven, yes. twenty one. Yes, I, I I thought you were talking about the release date, not the ten year anniversary. Oh no, oh, I was talking about the release date. I bet we get a ten year anniversary edition. On the next gen consoles mm. that you have to buy for sixty bucks because of extra DLC and exclusive ten year content, but they've upped it to play in four K at one hundred and twenty frames per second. Yes, and they've added ray tracing lighting, which they already have, but it's going to be even better. It's a coming. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. That's a hope. Uh, we call it here: ten year anniversary edition, all the stops, exclusive content, next gen Skyrim. Get it. NPC and possibly dialogue? some more information about six. Got tape. Got tape. Wouldn't mind it. We'll see. Anyway, good job, uh, Deathloop. Make sure you make the game good. That's all that matters. All right. And then our last bit of news before we wrap everything up. We had a Nintendo Indie World showcase today. Yes, we did. Yeah. So that was a that was a fun little watch for me while I was driving between stores for work. Uh, I believe y'all just got done watching it, so it's probably fresher in y'all's brain than mine. I've kind of watched it throughout the day, so, yeah. Sweet, sweet. All right, so let's run through these games and try to dissect them as best as possible and try to get, like, a first impression on it. Right. Uh, So first off, what they used to open up the entire showcase was a game called Hades. It is a roguelike dungeon crawler that combines the best aspects of Supergiant's critically acclaimed titles from fast-paced action as Bastion and the rich atmosphere and depth of Transitor. So it has roguelike in it, so I know I'm going to get it. Yeah, you're going to enjoy it. Yep. I mean, it's a roguelike dungeon crawler where you get amazing weapons and you're bringing on grief mythology. You're trying to run away from Hades. And even in the trailer, he said something about Zeus and then like Zeus's lightning form came up and attacked the creatures. Yeah, it looks really good. You get to use like the powers of the of the Greek gods. Also. Is there a PC version already out? There is a PC version, and if you yep. already played on the PC version, all your stuff can transfer over with cross-save. Very nice. So I don't know. I think it looks really good. I haven't played it on PC or anything, but I don't know. For for what it is, it, it looks it looks good. Uh, I liked it. I, I If I didn't... If I was not going to get it on Switch, that way I can take it with me everywhere, I'd totally buy it on PC. Yeah. But I'm going to haul it off. Yeah, I mean, it's coming to Switch, and you, that's what, like your main mode of play yeah it is i'll just take it everywhere with me all right next any thoughts back oh not a whole lot about no all right i got a couple okay next Next. we have raji an epic an ancient epic yep so we talked about this game prior during a few other showcases that came out sure did it's a oh it kind of it gives me prince of persia vibes just because of the combat style yep but it's I mean, an action adventure game set in ancient India, inspired yep. by Hindu and Balinese mythology. You get special lightning powers, and you get, I believe, two of the weapons I talked about was a type of bow and a three spear staff. Basically, look like a trident. I feel yeah, like this the, game is the background, the background of this, is very different and don't uh, in games. Yeah, it takes this like a true amazing. like representation of Indian culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. That actually interests me. That, that alone builds interest for me. I mean, I, I feel like I'm going to play the other action. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And the great thing about it is that actually launched the 18th, the day of the yep. showcase. And oh, it's, it's a early, right now. Yeah, it's an early system time exclusive. So Switch is going to get it just for a little bit sooner than others. And it's actually on sale, too. They're only giving you a 10% discount. Nice. Get it. 31st. Get it right now. Day one sale or day week two, t- first two week sale. Yeah. Next, we have Spirit Fair. Spirit Fair is a game where you are either exploring the worlds, but you're also managing and maintaining what looks to be a houseboat 
for different spirits that haven't passed over yet. So you build the relationships and the bonds with these spirits until they get to the part where they have no unfinished business and they carry on to the afterlife. This looks like a game that's going to get me attached to characters and then just say bye to them. And it's going to break my heart every time. They're like, but I loved you. And I mean, I got that whole vibe from the trailer. It definitely was like, they draw you, feel something, and I can see you're saying here, drop you. It's like, it's like bye bye Butterfree, but game form. Yeah. Yes. You got, you get them for like three whole episodes and then uh, you learn to love them and then you say goodbye. I feel like out of the main games that were presented this present, I think this might be one that I'd like. It's definitely unique. That's for sure. It really is. Having to play with the hard strings. Having to ferry the spirits to peace. It's pretty interesting. I like that. And it's available now. Yeah, it, it's like a it's a management game with an open world aspect. It's it's very unique. I like it. <clears throat> also, I'm going to have to get some friends for the next one. Or a yeah, friend. You're going to have to get a friend. Patrick, you remember when we did the Dice Awards? And do you remember what game won Game of the Year? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Well, how about this? That game, it's getting a free update. That free update adds another goose. So now it should be Untitled Geese Game. Untitled Goose Game comes with a new update that's going to be free for all games that are currently out and any game that you purchase in the future, and then you just do the update for. But it gives you two-player mode. So now two geese can run around and cause havoc for everybody. (laughs) Yeah, so now you get to you know, quack at people constantly until they drive them nuts. But you and a friend get to do it. Should I buy this? I'm going to say yes. I should buy the game. So then you can play it and give a review. I've seen very little of it. We're going to play it together. Just annoying people sounds. Yeah. Stealing lunches on picnics. Sounds great. Getting a hour ban. Yeah, this is basically the trolling game. You're not going to get banned for trolling. Yeah, you can literally be a troll. This is this is Beck's game right here. Get it. Just do it. I bet you don't get. I, I bet you 19. can. I bet you can do the shush celebration in this game. Probably good. All right. Next up, a game. Yeah, twenty dollars. Oh, yes, twenty dollars. Next up is a game called Short Hike. There I, ain't no short hike about it. I, dude, I I've watched. I I don't remember this game at all. You don't? No, I'm drawing a complete blank. Okay. Well, luckily there's a caption underneath it. Hike, climb, and soar through the peaceful mountainside landscapes of Hawk P something park. A short hike is a game about a player taking things on their own pace, choosing their own paths, and seeing where it leads them. Along the way, the player will meet other hikers, discover hidden treasures, and enjoy the beauty of the world. Oh, that launches today as well. So if you're listening on the podcast and it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whenever, the game is out on the Switch at least. Woody Toot Parachutey. Woody Tootie Parachutey. Next from Perfect World Entertainment. We've we got- have Diablo. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. It's not Diablo. God, we're gonna get sued. Torchlight three, like Diablo. Torchlight three is basically a Diablo clone. Torchlight two has been pretty fun. I still haven't gotten fully through the campaign yet. It does look good though. It's a yeah. pretty game. Torchlight three brings out a whole entire new story mode, four new playable characters, and they are bringing back pets with their own skill set. This is a perfect world game, through and through. Yep. It looks great. It probably has pay to win methods. It's gonna have pets and mounts and it looks like it's a uh, like a like an open like an mmo rpg but in top-down form it is perfect world gaming i i will be i'll be getting it i have torchlight too i absolutely adore it so i'm all for it it looks like i said it looks beautiful it's probably fun have takashi and hiroshi a world stop motion animation that's actually used inside of a video game and rpgs combined and Takashi and Horshi, as a 14-year-old inspiring game designer, Takashi, the player, the goal is to create an RPG for the little brother, Hiroshi, to be able to go through, play, and beat, but balance it to where it's difficult enough, but not overpowering for him. And I feel like there is some story behind it, because if you noticed in the trailer itself, like you saw him showing him the tablet while the little brother, Hiroshi, was in a hospital bed. Yeah, there's got. This is gonna be another one of those games where I cry. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty cry. sure his brother dies. I wow! Love the... uh, spoiler alert. Good night. Dang. I'm already crying, man. The game's not even out, and I'm already. Actually, it might be out already. And I'm... 
<laughs> I love the claymation look. The stop, the stop motion animation. First time I've ever yes. seen this in a video game. Exactly. So they did something new. Hopefully it works out for them. I like it. However, now we know how it ends. Thanks, Michael. You're absolutely welcome. You don't actually know how it ends, but I don't. I mean, maybe he has terminal illness and the game gives him the motivation to fight for his life and he ends up surviving. And you cry because that's a really nice story, too. Still going to make me cry. You said terminal. And as soon as you said terminal, my brain went constipation. That may be his condition. (laughs) He said terminal. My mind went to terminal. Bottom (laughs) warfare. We are not the same person. I said terminal, and I was thinking... Right, like a I'm a god person through and through. <laughs> I'm a poop joke person, apparently. Cut yeah. yourself a, an FPS person here. You guys are great. Uh, next one is Hypnospace Outlaw. In this 90s internet simulator, players will scour a wide variety of websites, add useful downloads to their desktop, dodge computer viruses, and hunt down virtual villains as an enforcer in the Hypnospace Patrol Department. Hypnospace Outlaw launches for Nintendo Switch on August 27th. The game will be available for pre-order in Nintendo eShop today of recording, uh, so it's already available, uh, with a free demo version also available to download, so check it out. If you are a 90s person, this game you. This game is for you. I'm a 90s baby, but I looked at it, and I was just like, I don't, if if they implement the touchscreen factor, I would totally do it, but if you can't use the touchscreen and you have to use your Joy-Cons or your joysticks, on the pro that, controller to like change the cursor and the mouse and all that. That's going to annoy the living snot balls out of me. They didn't have touch screens in the nineties. So good luck with that. I'm pretty sure I had something touch screen in the nineties. Uh, yeah. I mean, you could touch screens in the nineties, but Oh, those little, uh, See? touch little pocket touch. Was it the pocket notebooks or whatever they were? My dad had uh, them. Like, like the personal computers. Oh, the little yeah, PDA I mean, they were hand- yes, dude. My dad had one. That thing was I used to get on there. You it could was do like, like calculations with it. It was crazy. Little games you could play on there, like the different color balls that you'd have to like get a the biggest amount you could together, and then you get more points for them that way. I, I don't know. Uh, whatever that game's called. They were very cool. They were like it's... Blackberries before Blackberries were Blackberries. Can you say Blackberry one more? Blackberry. Okay. Thank you. Beck, why don't you take don't, Card don't really Shark? Have, I don't have too much more to say about Hypnospace Outlaw, so we're going to move on into Card Shark. Uh, this is from Nereal Devolver Digital. Whoa. Um, Devolver Digital will... behind Carrion and Fall Guys. We did a big Devolver there thing a, couple ups, a few episodes ago. Players will fleece and cheat their way to the top of 18th century French society in Card Shark. A stylishly illustrated adventure game is all about playing your cards right. On their journey from table to table, players will need to build their repertoire of card tricks and carefully manage their ill-gotten gains as stakes rise ever higher but players must be cautious eating is exposed they'll be gambling with their life card shark arrives on nintendo switch um, so go ahead i was just gonna say probably the most out there game of all the other. yeah i mean this is so different it really is just because of the fact that it's you you're basically playing poker but your goal is to cheat as best as you can. I like it. And not get caught because, I mean, you saw in the trailer, if you get caught, you get shot in the head. I like it. Better not be holding aces and nines. An ace nine in the pocket. That's a dead man's hand, right? Good night. It's ace and nine, I think. Ace nine in the hole. I don't I don't play poker. I don't know. Look at it right now. Dead man's hand is... Oh, it's aces and eights. Yes. Oh, and it's actually... It's not in... Uh, Texas Hold'em, it's in what looks to be seven card stud or something, and you're holding four in your in your hand. You have two aces and two eights. Mm. But we always called it an ace and an eight in the hole as a dead man's hand. Regardless, this game looks good. It does. Also, the trailer said it was gonna like be teaching you like real sleight of hand methods. I mean, obviously you're not gonna be learning how to do card tricks in person because sleight of hand on a game and in real time is way different. But it looks like they're gonna be using real methods and simulate on them in the game which is kind of cool i mean if they can teach me how to like do the like the slinky card flip i'll totally do that place called you stop that we don't we don't talk about that that's that's cheating oh wait that's the name of the game never mind all right wait we just caught him cheating we gotta shoot him my gun's that way actually there you go next we have manifold garden Set foot in a beautiful world filled with mind-bending puzzles, 
In Manifold Garden, a game that reimagines the laws of physics, geometry repeats itself infinitely in every direction, and falling down leads the player back to where they started. In order to progress, the player needs to manipulate gravity and change their perspective and see the world in a new way. You know what this game reminds me of? Tetris. No. Oh. Uh, there was a game, a mobile game, I cannot remember the name of it, but it, you had puzzles that you had to take your little character through, and like a lot of them were like the infinite staircase style puzzles and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But now I can't remember the name of it. I, I, when I started talking about it, it was totally gone. It looks unique. I mean, I'm, I want to I wanna see people play this, and if I'm like, oh, okay, I'll totally do this. But if it's like a short it. story, then no. But if they keep with updates, then heck yeah. It reminds me of Monument Valley. Monument Valley. Which is, I mean, it's not a 3D and super in-depth like this game, but mm-hmm. it is like a similar, like to me, I don't know, it just seems similar. I'm probably completely wrong once we actually get to play the game, but it's whatever. I might be kind of stuck out. No, I mean, it looks like a very unique and different game. Yeah. I mean, very, but I also like the fact that you. No, you just fall and you go right back to where you started. Yeah. And even, it almost makes me think that sometimes when you fall, you might get a different look at the map as you're falling. Ooh, that's a possibility. Look at him making sense. Stop Whoa. that. Whoa. So just jump off the map. Yeah, like if you're like, I need to see this from a higher vantage point, even though it looks like you'll be able to manipulate gravity anyway, but still. I want to fly like an eagle to the sea. Speaking of Next, sea, Subnautica and Subnautica Below Zero coming to the Switch. And Subnautica players discover the depths of a vast alien underworld water world by collecting resources, crafting underwater structures, and outsmarting wildlife to uncover the mystery of the planet they crash landed on. For explorers seeking a frozen adventure, the sequel Subnautica Below Zero will have divers trying to survive the icy biomes of planet 4546b. Subnautica and Subnautica Below Zero will both launch on Nintendo Switch in 2021. No actual release date given. By the way, I never I, I knew these games were out. I have not watched them at all, and they look gorgeous. Sky. It is very No Man's Sky. You're it right. Is, it is, but it's underwater. Uh, watched a buddy of mine, Snowman Buddy, on Twitch. If y'all get a chance, go follow him. And he played this for two weeks straight, and the scenery it just had for being completely submersed underwater was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, even the creatures look good. Except those freaking, like, I don't know what they're called, leviathans. Those things are freaky as shiz. Are you talking about those ones? No, these are like, they look like snakes. Oh, was it in the trailer? Yeah. Yes. Freaky. Like, if I saw that in the water, I'd freak out and probably never get in water again. Like, I'd be the most stinkiest person in the world. I'd, I'd bathe with Febreze. Yeah, that guy I wouldn't was, even get in the shower. That guy was cool and also creepy as crap. See, I'm not the only one who thinks he's creepy as crap. This game seems like the game where you're about to get eaten by a really big fish, and then another big fish comes along and eats that fish, and you get to say oh, the line, there's, there's always, always a bigger, bigger fish. fish. <laughs> least i would hope that gets to have like i get to say that line playing that game and um where would you be in the game when you said that uh nowhere was sand i would obviously be going through the core to get to feed on the planet naboo which i mean you're already on the planet naboo but go through the core to get the feed you're gonna go through the core i'd rather be here than in the core hey god what the misa saying yeah thanks jar jar misa jar jar beats <laughs> He is the Phantom Menace. Anyway, that's a conspiracy theory. Anybody else have anything else to say about Subnautica? Subnautica. It looks like it's going to be fun on the Switch. Yeah, it does. Uh, next up, I I think it looks good. Patrick likes it. Yeah, it's called Garden Story. You get to play as a grape. We're going to leave that right there. Garden Story invites players into a wholesome and delightful world where they'll rebuild the community as Concord, which is the name of the grape. You get it like Concord Grapes. I didn't get that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, okay. So the newly appointed Guardian of the Grove traverse a vibrant island to combat invasive rot, which are the bad guys. They're like little goops of goo and slime. Cultivate fruity friendships, gather precious resources, restore buildings, and rebuild your home. Garden Story will bloom on Nintendo Nintendo Switch in 2021. There's some weird ways to describe things in this. However, it. it looks like Stardew Valley... But you play as a grape. That's okay. It's all coming back to me. Which I think. looks. I like Stardew Valley, so I'm good with this one. It looks grape. 
It does look great. It's the grapiest. That was almost almost there. <laughs> we better Ever move gay. on before we get Evergate. <laughs> no Lantern Games. Cube and Unli- uh, Evergate is a dreamlike 2D puzzle platformer set on set in the afterlife in which players control Key, a childlike spirit on a journey through life, death, space, and time. The innovative soul flame mechanic grants the power to slow down time and gives players great flexibility in how they choose to navigate beautiful yet hard. Evergate launches on Nintendo Switch later today, the 18th. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't really know too much to say about this one. It looks like a 2D puzzle platformer game with unique game mechanics. Yeah, because they said the Soul Flame is like the unique mechanic that people can use and traverse and make the game the way they want it to make it. And I just don't understand it. So I'll be watching people play it on Twitch and then yeah. I'll figure out, oh, OK, that's how it works. And if I see it drop in price, I might buy it because we yep, all know I like more a good than, sale. What is it? 30 percent. You're like, hey, you got to buy it. Yeah. And a lot of my stuff right now is at a lot of it's at 20. Yeah. 20 percent off on a lot of the games I want. Yep. Hey, uh, next up is beer and breakfast. Beer and breakfast. And I know, beer. but I really wanted a beer when I said that. No. <laughs> right in bear and breakfast a layback management adventure game players take on the roles hank nice. a well-meaning bear type trying to run a abandoned shack into an accessible bnb as the business expands so does the mysteries of the forest and soon hank will find himself unraveling and uncovering a plot deeper than the wilderness itself bear and breakfast combines building management exploration elements and deep customization and side quests galore the game launches on Nintendo Switch in 2021, a time console exclusive. This is another one of those games that I don't remember at all. So you start off as a bear named Hank. Yeah, thanks. I got that. Okay. And you run, <laughs> and you run, a, you run a, a beer and breakfast. You run a B&B, but it starts off as this, like, it basically starts off as a dump. And you've got to make it into something that people want to live in. And then from there, you start expanding, you get more guests, you make them happy. And then the more you expand, the more of the forest you have to take up. And then when you start taking up the forest, other creatures start making concerns. And I like saw one of the parts in the trailer. He was talking to like a spirit fox. Oh, OK. I already like it. That's my favorite animal. I'm all about it now. Wow, that place is a dump. Oh, my gosh. This is one Y'all, I, uh, I just thought of this. About. I like you manager games. So, like so we will find out what the fox says. Oh my goodness. What the fuck say? I don't know. We'll find out in 2021. All other games mentioned were in most The Red Lantern, She Dreams Elsewhere, Haven, Going Under, which I'm waiting for, Unrailed, there's a demo out now, Struggling. Patrick thought it looked very creepy. Oh, yes. Grindstone and Goner 2. And that wraps up the Nintendo Indie World Showcase, which was a good 23 minutes. So it's available right now. Yeah, a lot of more, yeah. I mean, I love Showcase. See something and I'm like, oh, great. I can go and buy it. I but shall go way, spend the money. All right. Spend the money, I shall. By the way, it's like, on sale. And then Michael goes, oh, sold already. I bought it. Yep. Yeah, I already had it before you even put it on sale. That was bad of me. Can I get a refund? Do you price match? Can I get the sale price? I'll buy something else, I promise. I'm good for it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you only have 1,438 Switch games. No, 199. Sorry. Oh, you need to buy one more. What are you doing? I'm looking at one right now. It's called Bite the Bullet. Uh, you'll, you talked about that one last week. Yeah. I'm really disappointed that you haven't bought it yet. I'm, I'm, I'm too, and the sale ends in 17 hours. Oh, I guess you'll be buying it. Go get it right now. Yep. Do it. Do it's it. a robot it. where you can uh, eat machines, it. vegetables, or enemies, and whatever you eat, it pays attribute to like a different type of lifestyle. So, like, if you eat all vegetables, you become more psychic. If you eat all machines, you become like more defense oriented. If you eat more meat, you become more buff. But if you like eat so much, you become something called a zombie bro, and you just go ape crap bananas. Hmm. It's a roguelike, so you know I'm already gonna like it. Yep, you'll enjoy that. You like the games where you're allowed to die. Oh yeah. The if the premise of the game is to die, I it's for me. Permadeath. No. Oh. 
The opposite of permadeath. Death (laughs) makes you you stronger. There you go. Kind of like Hades. Well, gentlemen, I feel like that's been a good little wrap. I think we covered some stuff in this. Indeedly. We talked a bit less about the than we did and, normally. And a little bit more about the uh, Grapes other stuff. Size. Oh, 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 God. Yeah, but most of that was before we were yeah. on this. I, I was on the Oh, I just went to a different track. Yeah, I went to a whole different state. Oh, I guess <laughs> Wharf. There were definitely some probing questions. Yes, gotta yes, leave it to you. <laughs> yes, gotta was. leave it to you to say something like that. There's, there's the the punniest guy I know. Yep. Yeah. Goodness, he is the foggiest dwarf, no doubt. Uh, Goodness. Well, everyone, that wraps up episode thirty-two of the Double XP podcast. Remember to like and review us on any podcast platform that you listen to us on, because it greatly helps us in the long run. Uh, as a reminder, I am Mike. You can find me on Twitter at BioMosley. My name is Patrick, and you can find me anywhere. And my social media names are Bloodthringa, which is B-L-O-D-H-T-H-R-I-N-G-A. Someone drop a beat for that man. Yep, just like Bloodthringa 53, why I don't have to spell it no more. Oh. And you can find me, Michael at Michael Ryan Beck on Facebook, and that's all I got. So maybe one day I'll get an Instagram. What's Twitter? Hogwarts for nerds. When when springtime rolls around, the birds and deer and rabbits. You should have went with the birds Twitter and the bees. Page. Actually, I think that happens in the fall, doesn't it? I'm going to get a Twitter so I can tweet mm-hmm. everybody. You want to tweet at me? Tweet, Tweeter-pated. Ooh, <laughs> it's been a while since I've been Tweeter-pated. Um, maybe we should go to the outro now. thank you for tuning in for your weekly dose of double xp everyone have a good night see ya